Charlo versus Brian Castaño. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Jermel Charlo, 34 wins, 1 loss. Of those 34 wins, 18 are by knockout. Brian Castiano, 17 wins, 0 losses. Of those 17 wins, 12 are inside the distance. Currently, you have Charlo as a minus 220 favorite. Castiano comes back at plus 180. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go, 12 full rounds. We'll go, minus 220. Won't go, plus 170. Charlo wins inside, plus 330. Charlo wins by decision, plus 125. Castiano wins inside, plus 645. Castiano wins by decision, 3 to 1. Fight is a draw, 14 to 1. This is the second fight. The first fight actually ended in a draw. I think if you watch your first fight back, you're going to see that Brian, he did more. I think he outworked Charlo personally. I think that he should have probably been given the decision. Charlo was able to hurt Brian more than what Brian was able to do to Charlo. But the volume that Castiano did throughout that fight, I think, propelled him to the win. Uh in this rematch, it's interesting because the lines open much closer than what you see now. They were almost a pick 'em. Castiano still probably the underdog at most books, sitting right around 110 to 115 when it opened. All the public money has been on Charlo. And when you look at the first fight, in my opinion, it's Charlo that needs to adjust. Basically, for the majority of the fight, Brian did what he was supposed to do. He put the pressure on, he threw a lot of punches, and he kept Charlo very, very defensive. Again, that's the case that you can make. He won the fight. He just outworked Charlo. In my opinion, Charlo, going into the rematch, is the one who needs to adjust. Because he spent too much damn time being defensive and being pushed back so easily to the ropes. This is the game that he wanted to play in a lot of people's eyes. That's a game he should have lost. was able to get the draw. But in the rematch, he has to switch it up. He has to do something different. Castiano, he doesn't have to do anything different. He needs to... Get in the face of Charlo. He needs to put his head on his chest. And he needs to throw punches. That's the way that Brian can win this fight against Charlo. Where Brian made a few mistakes was he can get wide with his punches. But again, 
throw that out the window. You're throwing this volume. You've got your head on his chest. You're up in his grill. This this is a danger. You know Charlo's going to look to counterpunch. That's just a risk you got to take. You want to beat him? You got to go through the fire. The bigger issue I saw for Castellano was when he stayed in the center of the ring. When he stayed in the center of the ring, you really saw that Charlo's jab alone can control the fight. And when Charlo stood in the center of the ring, he got off his punches far better. They landed a lot better. And he was able to dictate and control the pace of the fight. In my opinion, Charlo needs to stand his ground in the center of the ring. If he's not going to box and move, stick the jab out, use his wheels, turn Castiano, this type of fight, if if he's not going to do that, then he needs to stand his ground in the center of the ring and use that jab to keep Brian on the outside. Because you saw at times Brian did this. He didn't do it a lot. But at times he did do that where he stayed on the outside. And I think there was a clear advantage to Charlo in those instances, in those exchanges, just in the tempo of the fight when Charlo was controlling the distance by standing his ground, not letting Brian just walk him down, throw a whole bunch of punches because he knew Charlo was going to be more defensive than not. So 99% of the time, Castellano got away with just being aggressive because Charlo was completely defensive and only looking to throw a couple of counter punches. Now, of course, we got to talk about Charlo was able to hurt Brian throughout the fight a few different times. I don't really consider Charlo to be the biggest puncher that everybody else does. I mean, even Charlo thinks that he's a puncher, but when you look at his record of his 34 wins, he's had 16 decisions. Like, he's only had 18 knockouts. He's got 16 decisions. But in this matchup, I do believe that he is the puncher over Castellano. I certainly believe that because even though Castellano, in my opinion, probably won the fight by working Charlo, he certainly didn't do the damage. The big powerful shots that landed where you saw a real effect when they landed were landed by Charlo onto Brian. I think Charlo has the ability to not only hurt, possibly drop, and even stop Brian in the rematch. And even though I think Charlo is the one that needs to adjust, I understand when looking at the first fight why the money is coming in on Charlo. It's kind of weird because Castellano did what he was supposed to do, probably should have won the first fight. The lines opened very close, and then all of a sudden all the money comes in on Charlo. When you look at that fight, you go, what was Charlo doing? For the majority of the fight, he was really defensive. His punch output was terrible and then he would have pockets of success and so I think most people are going well that was a terrible night for Charlo and he was able to come away with a draw again even if he lost it probably would have been close so even on his worst night he was able to hang with Brian in spots so what happens if he switches up the game plan and lets his hands go apparently Charlo says he's going to let his hands go and he wants to knock him out and all this is this is great right but you got to actually do it when you're in the fight against Brian, when Brian's going to put the pressure on you. 
He's going to come forward and he's going to throw a lot of punches. You can't fall right back into the trap of just being defensive and looking for a power shot. It's almost like he fell in love with his power in that fight because he was able to touch Brian in spots and hurt him, visibly wobble him. And so it was like in his mind, he thought, all I need to do is land one of these counter punches and that's going to be it. Well, obviously that didn't work. It wasn't it. And that's a terrible way to approach a rematch. If you're betting Charlo, you hope and pray that he's not doing that because if he is and you get a different set of three blind mice, they could certainly give the fight to Castellano for his aggressive and his volume, 100%. So Charlo has to be very careful that he doesn't fall back into the trap of just relying on his power. He needs to set up that power by throwing combination punches. Again, in spots, he did this in the first fight. But it was just too many instances where he was just too defensive, looking for one shot, looking for a single counter punch, and that was it. And in between those times, Castellano was just working and working and working, round after round after round. In my opinion, these two game plans are set right here because Castellano is going to push the fight. He has to. If he stays on the outside, Charlo's going to, he's absolutely going to whoop him. He's going to tear him up and may be able to drop him and stop him. No joke. Castellano, in my opinion, cannot play the outside game with Charlo. And by outside game, I don't mean that Charlo has to move around. He doesn't have to use his wheels and go to all four corners of the ring. He doesn't have to do that. Like, he can stay in the center of the ring and Castellano's in trouble. Castellano's safe space is when he's on top of Charlo because Charlo allowed him to walk forward with very little resistance and then he played defense the entire time with a few hard counter punches in between. That was pretty much the entire fight for the the first fight. He can't do that this time. He's got to make Brian pay for every step that he takes forward. If he does that, then he's going to open up and be able to land cleanly on Castellano 100% throughout this fight for as long as Brian can take it. Personally, if you got Charlo straight at the opening lines, I think that's a gift. Because even though I think he struggled, even though I think he could have lost, I think he's overall the better fighter. And I think he has different ways that he can win this fight. He can win this fight on the outside using his wheels, just with the jab alone, in my opinion. Because I think he could force Castellano to be timid if he's using the jab. I think that will slow the offense. It will slow the aggression of Brian. And that will allow Charlo to control the distance. He'll be able to use his jab to score points. And he could fight that way all night long. The other way that Charlo could do it is by standing his ground. But also letting the combination and power shots go. He's already proven he can hurt. Castellano. So if he can open up his offense just a little bit more, those shots that he's going to land on Brian, I think will have an accumulation effect at the very least. And he'll have an opportunity, if his offense is on, to possibly stop Brian in this fight. So in my opinion, Charlo can win this fight by decision, and he can also win this fight inside the distance. I believe that. It really just depends on the game plan of Charlo because I think it's Charlo that dictates how tough this fight is. If he allows Brian to walk forward with no resistance whatsoever, 
get on top of him like in the first fight and just look for powerful shots. Can he still win? Yes. Is it going to be a lot more difficult? Yes. Does he have the power advantage? Yes. But that is not the game plan that you want for Charlo. If you're betting him, it didn't work very well in the first fight. And I don't think it would work very well in the rematch. Of course, he's always got the opportunity to land a hard counter punch that could send Brian down. But that's not what you're hoping for from Charlo. Because when you look at this matchup, you look at him as the better, more well-rounded fighter. He can do more things. So you want to see him do those things. If he puts resistance at the end of those punches, every time Brian tries to do something, this is Charlo's game. And it opens up the ability to get the knockout that he supposedly is seeking in this fight. For Brian, if you're betting him, again, with the straight line the way it is, it has moved a lot from the open, but I don't really see Castellano being able to stop Charlo. He hit him with some good shots. Charlo was aware of the shots but I don't think Charlo was ever in danger like Brian was in danger in the first fight he was in danger of at the very least almost hitting the canvas Charlo not the case I think if Brian wins it's based off aggression and volume the aggression and volume is how Castellano can beat Charlo in my opinion if you're looking for the upset you're going to take Castellano by decision. It's a significant difference in line, even at the lowest book, 275. The highest book, 325. That's a big difference between, on average, 160 to 170 for Brian Castellano straight. In my opinion, I don't think he can stop Charlo, but I think he can out-volume Charlo. I think he can decision Charlo, especially if we get that lazy Charlo that we got from the first fight. So if you like Brian Castellano for the upset, I think you play him by decision. For the Charlo, if you got him with the early line, like I mentioned earlier, that's a, that's a no-brainer. I think you're getting the better fighter. The line was beautiful. Charlo was just barely a favorite. I think you just ride with that. Any which way Charlo wants to, to play this game, if he wants to use his wheels and box a little bit and control the tempo and the pace and just score points with the jab, he can do that. And if he wants to get a little spicy, throw a little something-something on his shots, maybe get a little more aggressive with the amount of punches he's throwing and the combinations that he's throwing, I think Brian's going to be there to be hit. And I think it will open up the possibility that he's able to touch Brian enough, hurt Brian enough, possibly drop and stop Brian. Now, if you're looking at the line currently, it's almost approaching what the line was in the first fight. Charlo was somewhere right around minus 280. And depending on your book right now, he's as high as about 235. Now, he is still under 2-1 to one at some books, but it's getting harder and harder to find. And it seems as we get closer to the fight, it'll probably be more money on Charlo since that's the trend that's been happening since the line opened. Again, we talked about what the opening was and what it is now. So you can see the public has been on Charlo the entire time. And unless this line really skyrockets where people will take a, a flyer on Castellano straight, which again, I don't think is the right play. You play him points. It'll probably be trickle in money on Charlo and you'll probably see his line for most books, be over 2-1 to one for sure. And a lot of books approaching that 230-250 to 250 mark would be my guess come fight time. 
So it's a little bit harder of a decision there if you think, you know, Castellano has the ability to outwork Charlo, and we don't know for certain that if Charlo's going to show up and be a little more aggressive in the punch stats, let his hands go a little bit more, it's a little more dangerous. But I still think because of Charlo's ability to control the fight just by the jab alone and some movement, but also his ability to hurt Brian when he lands, it's probably best, even at a 2-1 to one line, a 2-10, a 2-20, to play Charlo straight. Even though, again, I don't consider him a monster puncher overall. In this fight, he is the puncher. And go back and look at the first fight. He hurt him badly a couple of times. In my opinion, in a fight where Charlo didn't look good at all and didn't let his hands go. So you have to ask yourself, if Charlo is willing to let his hands go, if he is willing to open up the offense, if he is willing to try and really put hurt on Brian more than one punch at a time, if he's able to land more consistently with these punches, even if it's just with the jab alone that's going to open up what? The right hand. He's proven in the first fight that he doesn't actually even need combination punching to hurt Brian. He only needs a single shot to hurt Brian. So imagine what Charlo could do in the offensive realm if he uses the jab, if he puts together combinations and more than one punch lands at a time against Brian. This is why I think if you're backing Charlo here, it's better to play it safe, take him straight. I think you're getting a better fighter. And I think he has the ability to stop Brian Castellano in the rematch. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.